Welcome to the Seek Podcast. We are so glad you're here. I'm Erin Falbo, your host for this season. Each week, we're sharing content that dives into the heart of the gospel, who God is, who we are, and what it means to live in relationship with Him. We're excited to walk with you as you encounter the Lord. This is Chica. She um, is looking for a tre- I'm No, sorry. This is Chica. She I love you so much. I have she to come, wear it, otherwise I'm I trying to talk good things about you. Please, continue. She, continue. she comes from a beautiful Nigerian family. She's one of four children. She are. has two older brothers, one older sister. She has really cute nieces and nephews she's obsessed with. Um, she is very unique and has some things that she says are normal, and I think they're weird. Um, she has a thing, it's, it's a real thing called miso something. Misophonia. Yeah, she can't stand when people chew, so if I'm eating next to her, we have to put music so that... The sounds of people eating, chewing, swallowing, breathing, pretty much everything irritates me. Yeah, it's not, it's not weird. Um, she also has this thing that she can't eat more than three orange items in one plate. It physically makes me, it like really makes me ill. Totally normal. It's like... Orange totally. juice, a Cheeto, carrots, can't do it all at the It's same great. Um, besides those lovely things, on a real note, though, she's an absolute gift. She's absolutely beautiful. She's probably one of the kindest people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, and I am very blessed to have her as my friend. And so everyone, officially meet Chica. There you go. Uh, hello. Um, I'm going to share with you about Miss Mari Pablo. She is an absolute gift. And, and we, uh, in the introduction, it was talked about that we met at SLS um, in Arizona. We actually have a picture of the first time we met. If any of you are from USC, you know Trisha Tembrell. And she was the one that introduced us. How did you get that? Girl, I got you. She didn't know I was going to put that up. What else do we got? Um, so she loves waterfalls. So we actually learned that we are friends because we took a trip to Niagara Falls together. I didn't see. I haven't seen any of this. You're welcome. Okay. So we, she loves waterfalls. The whole time we were there, she was singing TLC's uh, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. That we're chasing it's waterfalls. So but the real ones, not the, uh, the ones you shouldn't be chasing. Um, she, hardcore, she loves food. Um, we learned that we could be friends and that we can actually like share a hotel room together and not irritate each other. And she blessed me so much because I really love I Love Lucy. So we went to Jamestown. We went to the I Love Lucy Museum. And we have a picture because I asked if we can get this. We have matching I Love Lucy shirts. And it says, friendship, friendship. Okay, it's really this hard to not be. I don't like to share about her friendship. <laughs> It's hard to not be sappy about my friendship with Mari because she's so genuine. She's so kind. She's really like the way she loves is passionate. So the way that she loves food is passionately. The way she loves music and gets the lyrics wrong, it's passionate, you know? So if you're confident, my lyrics are just better than the original. Yes, yes. Her lyrics are better than the originals. So there's all sorts of things. But what's absolutely awesome is just the gift of who she is. And and it's a gift of of friendship. Mm You know, I don't know why you came to this talk versus the other ones. I I do understand that some of you maybe are like, Chica, I'm lonely. Like we were praying earlier, it was really that there was a desire to pray for whoever's the loneliest person in this room. It's not a competition. Don't all start raising your hands. It's me, you know, but maybe you should. And then those who are lonely, you meet each other. You're not lonely. You're no longer lonely. I don't know. Um, But we're praying for those who are like experiencing that deep ache for authentic friendship. 
Maybe you're someone who's experiencing the deep ache to want to be authentic and to be received as you are. Maybe there's some of you who are like, I have some really great friends, but we're just here on the surface and I want to go deeper into a virtuous friendship. And I was um, talking to some really amazing guys who are part of the Air Force Academy, this young woman who is um, a, a part of a soccer team and, oh, yay, cheers. Okay, so like some different people who are part of communities and they're just like, no one's Catholic or no one is living virtuously and I want to be friends. Like, how do we navigate all of this? And so this is what that talk is about, how to be a friend, how to um, sustain friendships and all of that. When I was in uh, elementary school, I remember having a group of friends who were like the popular girls, and then I also had a group of friends who were, are, were not the so popular people. And one time, these girls were like, Chica, we aren't going to be your friend if you keep being their friend. Like, we want to be this exclusive group. And I hated that. It's like, why can't we all be friends? And so I became that person that wanted to be friends with everyone so nobody felt left out. But then at the same time, I didn't have someone that I felt like I can be, I can share with. Everyone had a bestie or three or whatever, and I felt like I didn't have anyone. And so from fourth grade on, I prayed for good, virtuous friends. I have a best friend named Candace. She's um, in Southern California. If you ever see Candace with the pink hair, we have matching hair. It's great. Um, she's an amazing, amazing friend. And I love her so dearly. And I remember telling her, like, I prayed for you. I prayed for that friendship. And I can say that the same about Madi, is that even though we've only met three years ago, like, I prayed for her. I didn't know it was her, but I prayed for her as I was praying for good friends. And man, did God deliver. Yeah. And here's the thing with friendship. And sometimes I think... <laughs> Maybe because I'm me, it just sounds kind of cheesy. But if you look at friendship, we are created from the beginning, from like Genesis, we're created to be in relationships with others. And so friendship is really at the root of every kind of relationship that we can think of, that we're not meant to do things alone. And I think there is a difference. So when we talk about friendships, we're going to be focusing on virtuous friendships and kind of figuring out that there's different levels, right? There's your crew when you're in a soccer team or a sports. There's crews that are like more family-based. There's crews that are my childhood friends that they're not the best, but they've been around for so long that we can't get rid of them, right? Like, it's like, it's different levels of friendships. But we really want to talk about these friendships where the goal is heaven, friendships where God is the foundation. And how can we get to that level? And I mean, if we think about it, like God himself, when he became man, he chose 12. Did he have a lot of acquaintances? Absolutely. Did he have a lot of encounters? Absolutely. But he had his crew. He had his people that he called and he invited. And he was bold in his friendships. And he invited them, like, will you follow me? Like, let's go. Let's be friends. And if you don't watch Chosen, I love Chosen. One of my favorite parts, yeah. One of my favorite parts about this show is literally that I see Jesus just hanging out and chilling and laughing with his friends. It just brings me so much joy that, like, I could picture them ragging on each other and like just being themselves. And so we see this with Jesus, we see this with the saints. There's like famous saint friendships we talk about, hopefully maybe one day becoming saints and doing that. But um, it's this aspect of we see that the holiest of people, they had their person, their people, and, we're, and those people are not going to be 20,000 people. And so really focusing on these people are going to edify us and lift us up. And that's not always easy, which is why we kind of title this like playground rules, because from the beginning of when we're little, we have memories of great times in the playground and memory where someone bullied us or memories when Christina bit me. I'm not over it. Um, stuff like that. Go ahead. Yeah. So 
having, you know, when you go, when you're a little kid and you're on the playground, and you can literally just say, you want to be my friend? Yeah, okay, let's play, you know, or let's swing. And a lot of times our friendships are based off of proximity. And so when I was in college and I was like a freshman in college, I went to Cal State San Bernardino in California. I lived in a co-ed dorm. And I remember, like, again, wanting really good friends. And so the girls who were on my floor and the guys who were on the other side, they just became my friends because of proximity but they were not leading me to holiness. And to be honest, I wasn't leading them to holiness either. We were going to frat parties, sorority parties, just all of the things that you can imagine were a part of our lives. And I realized, again, the desire for friendship, it's so good, but we shouldn't put ourselves in positions where we are accepting anything less than virtue. Now, that doesn't mean like, oh, you're not Catholic. I can't be your friend. We are not saying that whatsoever. Don't be but, that person. Yeah, don't be, yeah please don't, <laughs> don't be that person. That person. So we're, we're talking about is virtue. Now, what is virtue? It's a habitual, um, a habitual habit that like leads to the good. Mm-hmm. A virtuous friendship leads to the good. And yeah. what are those habits that we are creating as friends that lead to the good? And if they're not, there are times where we may just have to cut off relationships. And that's one of the hardest things to do. I remember the group of girls that I was in proximity with and we were friends, but this one was, you know, I'm not gonna share, (laughs) let me tell you about some stuff. Anyway, I don't wanna do all that. But really, I remember there's a time where I, a, a good friend, a virtuous friend called me out on my stuff. And he said, Chica, you keep doing something new and I'm not surprised anymore. Now, having a friend like that who, who knew my worth, my dignity, and was willing to call me out on my stuff, I needed him. Whereas everyone else was like, no, 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 come do these things with us. And after having a lot of heartache, a lot of sadness, because I decided, like, you know what, I'm not going to go to those frat parties. What did that mean? That meant I was alone on Friday nights. I was alone on Saturdays. But when I was alone, I was separated from them, I was closer to Jesus. And he began to cultivate in my heart a relationship, a friendship with him. So sometimes it is necessary to cut off those, um, those other relationships so that you can grow in knowledge and in love with Jesus so that he can prepare you to be in better proximity and ready for a good relationship and friendship with someone else. Yeah. And I will say, when we're looking at virtuous friendships, we're talking like, what does that mean? Literally, we were talking about this this morning. And I was saying it's someone that you can be authentically yourself with, someone that you will encourage you, and also someone that you're better with other people because of them, right? And so looking, I know there's a lot of, like, we've all heard the term, like, toxic relationships or toxic friendships. And it's this thing of we do need to take a minute to kind of evaluate our friendships and to see. And so for me, it's the same thing. After I got into my faith, one of the big things I had to do was actually cut off my friends that I have known since I was four years old. Um, and I didn't know how to do that. And it was very, very difficult. But I had to do that. And it wasn't like a, you're not holy, peace out, right? Like, don't do that. That's horrible. Okay. But it was a thing of like, I knew my necessities and I knew what the Lord was calling me to. And so I just needed to put some distance there in order to move on. But I also wanted to say, I think sometimes there's a mentality of, well, if we both love Jesus, then that means that this is going to be a healthy friendship. And I've also had situations where we both love Jesus and we met in ministry And it was a very unhealthy, very unhealthy friendship where I had to separate. You know what I'm saying? So this isn't just a thing of like, well, if we love Jesus, then it's going to be super healthy, right? Like we check our friendship and we make sure that we're not too dependent on each other. We make sure that we're not, you know, that there's a healthy balance 
because that could also be very unhealthy, right? So we want to take a minute to whoever is in your life and whatever is going on, where are you? Can you be authentic to yourself around them? Do they bring out the best in you? Are they bringing up virtue in you? Are they bringing you to a place of goodness or not? And if the answers are no, if you feel let down, if you feel not supported, et cetera, et cetera, like what a gift to be able to serve this week where I was able to be with her when she was freaking out before her talk and she was able to be with me before I was about to throw up before mine, right? Like, <laughs> and it's this opportunity to be able to kind of evaluate. So as we're talking about these different things, we want you to just think about who's in your life. In Spanish, there's a very, very well-known saying that says, dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres, right? That means tell me who you're with and I'll tell you the kind of person you're meant to be. And so we're kind of, the people that we surround ourselves with, whether we know it or not, they do affect us. And so who are you surrounding yourself with? And what does that say about the person that you want to be? Yeah, so some of these rules you may be asking like, okay, so what are these like playground rules? Okay, they're not really like related to the playground, but um, we're going to talk about ask, seek, and knock. As I shared earlier, I asked God for friends. So when you are like, you know, where do I go? How do I do this? One, pray. Ask the Lord to send people your way. And also that you are the person that you, you, there's this like, there's this book that's like, would you date you? It's like, okay, well, first of all, ew. Um, second of all, <laughs> it is a valid question. Would I be considered a good friend? Would I be considered a virtuous friend? So ask, like, God, please send someone my way. Please prepare me for them. And honestly, here's the thing. You have to go outside. You actually have to leave maybe your comfort to go in and find people. Mm -hmm. But go and do your hobbies. Um, Father Mike and, and some other folks, uh, Paul, we were talking about, like, weightlifting. And, and what's that thing where people jump boxes? Oh, CrossFit. CrossFit, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can tell that's what I don't we do. We work out a lot. Um, <laughs> so, like, they were talking about, like, CrossFit and the people that they've met in the gym. And it's like, okay, if you like to work out, go work out. There's this um, one thing where it's like, what are, there's an app where it's like you can find people who love to knit. And then you can make a knitting circle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you like to, um, like, ride bikes, like, go and do that. Y'all have your Newman Center. Wherever you are, you have your church groups. And if you're like, there is none of that in my area, praise be to God. Guess who's going to start one? You. All right. Great. So, so ask the Lord, be courageous, go out and do the things that you want to do where you can find people, again, in proximity um, who can and journey with you. And also be bold. I know this is going to sound weird. I was talking to one of my friends who just got married and his best man, their friendship started because they just went up to each other and said, he went up to him and said, like, we're going to be great friends. And the other guy was kind of like, what? This is weird. And he was the best man at his wedding, right? Um, and that's the same thing I have a friend, Sabine. I came up to her one day and I was like, hey, I want to be your friend. And it sounded so childish, but hey, like literally. Um, for us, you know, that's the same thing. Chico was like stalking me for a while. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, um, girl. <laughs> sorry. Um, but it's this thing of like, we shared the kind of things that we were looking for. We were intentional about it. And it sounds like really childish, but really just being upfront with like, you know what? Hey, I do want to be here for, okay, you seem cool. And can we grab coffee? You know what I mean? It sounds silly and ridiculous, but actually so much goodness can come from that, especially if you know what you're looking for and you're upfront with it. And if you ask for it and you seek it and you knock, then great. Are you going to be rejected? Yeah. And I think that's hard. 
um, when you've been hurt, when you feel like you're not worthy of friendship, when you feel like you're too broken. One of the lies that I hear a lot is that you're a burden, right? Like when you feel these things, it can, friendships can be very difficult. And I talked about this yesterday with the women because vulnerability is hard. And I think sometimes I was talking to one of my guy friends, a lot of my friends are guys, and they would be like, like wait, well, how is it different for men? He's like, you know, you guys are just like, how's your heart? Like, we don't talk like that, you know? <laughs> but he was like, we bond over like taking action, like working out together or camping together. And while we're doing stuff, we're talking. But we're like the sit down, stare each other's hearts thing is weird for us. And I was like, I respect that, I understand, you know? So just being able to understand and meet people where they are. Uh, but just understand that the Lord wants you to enter into these good kinds of friendships. Yeah, so asking, um, like ask the Lord, pray about it, uh, seek, go out and just whatever your hobbies are, whatever you like to do, uh, find people and knock. That part's hard. You just talked about that rejection. We've all experienced it. And I want to give people the freedom. Sometimes we're like, oh, I, I, this person asked me, I have to say yes. No, you don't. Sometimes you, that's a good boundary to set up. Sometimes you don't have the capacity mm -hmm. to help people. Mm -hmm. And they actually, like your no to them can be someone else's yes that can actually help them. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to say no. And there are times where, you know, Madi and I, we've said no to one another about certain things. And it's like, okay, man, we have to not go into that wind of rejection. It's like, no, this is actually good for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone is called, this is not me quoting this, but I can't remember who actually said this. Um, everyone is your neighbor, but not everyone is your friend. You are called to love everyone, to see them as neighbor. But kind of what Madi was sharing in the women's session about we are all called to forgive, but we're not all called to be in, uh, to reconcile eyelash to eyelash. Everyone is your neighbor, but not everyone is your friend. You don't have to be in close proximity with everyone. And that's hard because we're like, why doesn't so-and-so like me? I'm such an amazing person. And it's like, they don't have to like you. It's plain and simple. So the, the, one of the hard parts is just not taking that to heart. It's, it's not about you. Maybe they just don't have the capacity to welcome you in the way that you need to be received. Yeah. And so once you ask, seek, knock, a big thing of friendship should be, needs to be accountability. And that's something that um, pretty much knows, like, you know your goal. And so First thing of anything for a virtue of friendship is like the God needs to be first. And we'll say that a thousand times and we'll say it 10,000 more. God needs to be first because she's human and she's let me down. And she's made me cry and she's hurt me and vice versa. Okay, okay. vice versa. Dang, girl. I said vice okay, versa. Can you say it louder? Gosh. My goodness. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but it's this thing of like, that's normal. It's okay because God is first. And there are times that, you know, when I go to her, she'll be like, did you pray about it? I'm like, you know what? I didn't. Like, let me call you back later. Like, let me go to the Lord first. And so really keeping in check your priorities. But because of that, like accountability is so huge. When we started like hanging out, it wasn't, it wasn't just because of SLS. It was because the Lord put us to do multiple ministry things together. And then COVID hit and we weren't talking to anyone, right? So, <laughs> but it was this thing of, I, we started having intentional conversations, even though she hates the phone. And then one day she was like, you know what? I'm looking for an accountability partner. And I was like, Chica, don't you have like 10,000 accountability partners? She was like, no. You know, so we entered into a friendship knowing that we were, there were areas in our lives that we wanted to work on. So, and if you're going to be in accountability, number one, what do you want to be accountable for? Like, what are those areas that you want to improve? What are those sins that you're trying to overcome? What are those things that you want to get to? And then, you ready? You need to be vulnerable and communicate it to the other person. And that sucks. 
because I have to admit things to her that I don't want to admit. And she knows things about me that I don't want anyone to know. We always joke around. That, what's that thing that we always say? <laughs> like, like, you know way too much about me. So. Yeah, I know way too much yeah, about it's her. Like, it's either, it's death or friendship. Like, it's that's literally it. that's yeah. <laughs> We're serious. Okay, so it's this aspect of being able to recognize these are the areas that I want to grow in. This is what I want to do. And how do we do that? And so we do something every single Wednesday that's called our weekly check-ins. And so our weekly check-ins is every single week we call each other and we check how are we doing physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. So, and we literally go down every single one of those areas. So physically, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. And then we, yeah. do, we dive into what are, what are things that are bringing us joy this week? Mm-hmm. And what do we want to work on this week? And then we follow up the next week. Is that fun? You know what? Sometimes it's not. And sometimes I'm going through things and I don't want to talk about it. And you know what? She respects it and she doesn't force me to talk about it, right? So, but then there's also sometimes that I kind of, we have to push each other a little bit uh, because that's what accountability is about. Accountability is about being there and pushing each other and encouraging each other and listening even in the difficult moments. Yeah, and I think something that we're recognizing is, again, we're human. Like, we want to come up here and, and we're being our, our true selves. And part of that true self is the fact that we've hurt one another. Um, even just recently, we're, we're talking about last week. Yeah, last week. Last week was a mess. <laughs> and it was like, of course, we're giving the talk on friendship. And it's like, that's where we were being attacked was in our friendship. And there was a, a period of time where, you know, I, I said something that really, really hurt her. And I didn't mean for it to happen. It wasn't my intention, but whether it was my intention or not. I would have typically taken it as a joke, but that day I was already dealing with stuff and I was not in the mood. Yeah. So I literally texted her with, I'm not in the mood for this and you hurt me because of this, this, and this. And I needed her honesty to tell me because I would have kept going. I did keep going. I was like, <laughs> and she was like. <laughs> she, did, she was like sending me like laughing emojis and I was like, Would I'm you? crying and you suck. She's crying and I'm like, LOL. Anyway, lols. And so... But she, I That's why she got me a punching me. bag, so I don't punch her. In the- yeah, I got her a punching bag <laughs> for Christmas because girl got issues. Anyway, um, so what's happening? I can't see anything. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. During women's session, best gift she's ever got. Oh. Um, so... There, so she needed... Okay, but seriously. Yeah, so she needed to tell me that what I said was it offended her and it hurt her. And I will say normally, and I've done this before in our friendship, if she, like, pisses me off or someone hurts me, I ignore them. So, like, I won't respond to you and I won't do anything for multiple days. And I've done that to her. And this was earlier on in our friendship. And then she came back to me to say that what I was doing was bringing up wounds in her. And I was like, oh, dang, I, well, I didn't mean to do that. And so we kind of recognized, like... We have different ways of handling things. If we communicate it, it's good. If we don't communicate it, it can actually be very detrimental. And so last week, and she was going through a funk, she had to say, like, hey, I just need a minute. Can we not talk for, like, a day or two? And I was like, you know what? Thanks for telling me. Yeah, we can do that. And it was like, because of that, we were able to move. This girl, 10 years ago, five years ago, would never have done that. I, I would have been so much more petty and, like, so much more ridiculous about it. But when you're at this level of friendship, you can be authentic and real, even in saying, you hurt me and this is what happened and we're working on it. Or you know what? I need a minute and I'm working through my stuff and I'll talk to you about it later. And sometimes we actually say, you know what? This is between me and the Lord. 
And I'm not gonna lie, when she says that, there's times where I'm like, no, 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 tell me. And then I catch myself and I'm like, okay, great. It's between you and the Lord, I got it. And to be able to respect that, because boundaries are so good. And if you wanna dive into boundaries, there's a really good book called, ready? Boundaries. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Um, but really to be able to see that, and we've been on this journey of healing together and separate from different things and you know, diving into, for me, like counseling all these different things and just having someone that is supportive that is non-judgmental is huge. Like I say things that I'll preface it with no judgment, like no judgment. And it's coming from a place of woundedness from the past, but we need to be able to just be authentic and real about it. And it's something where I, I truly pray for each of you to be able to find someone that takes you as you are just as you are as a friend. Because a lot of times a friendship, you know, there's, there's uh, we were talking about this and it's like kind of awkward to say, but usually it's like, this is kind of like helping for dating. You know, when, when you want to um, really get to know someone, but they hurt you. So for me, I, I can hold a grudge real quick, you know, or I would say I'm a runner, but I don't run away. I don't uh, run marathons. I run away from God and people. Um, and we don't want to be that type of people. Like we want to be able to, to see problems head on and, um, and to work through them. And friendship, it's, it's striving for holiness together. Um, and there's no like sexual value to it. It is pure. And we've lost sight of that as a society. That when you have something that is good, you don't have to put that sort of value on it. It can just be what it is. So it's like, can men and women be friends? Yes, absolutely. Now there are values, are there are boundaries that need to be placed on that. You can still be friends. Can two men have these deep, meaningful conversations Absolutely. and still be just friends? Absolutely. Can two women have these meaningful conversations and just be friends? And it's platonic, but it leads to something greater? Absolutely. Amen. And um, we also want to talk, if you don't, if you haven't read Sirach 6, um, just read the whole chapter, because Sirach 6 is going to be kind of like an overview of everything we're talking about. It dives into friends that are for, you know, have you heard like a reason, a season, or a lifetime? So there are friends that are there for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And this dives in Sirach 6. Uh, but one of the parts that we really love about this, it says, A faithful friend is a sturdy shelter. He that has found one has found a treasure. There is nothing so precious as a faithful friend. And no scales can measure his excellence. A faithful friend is an elixir of life. And those who fear the Lord will find him. Whoever fears the Lord directs his friendship aright. For as he is, so is his neighbor also. And I love that because it's saying, one, like we both need to fear the Lord. So God needs to be the one and we need to be our goal. And we should be helping each other get to heaven, right? And like really encouraging each other in the same ways that you should be encouraging your family and everyone around you, right? But it also talks about that if the Lord is the center, he's gonna order your friendship in the right way with the right boundaries and with the right healthy things where you can encourage each other and really be there for each other. And so, do you want to add anything before we close up? No, we're good. Okay, we don't have time for questions. Don't tell me what to do. Oh. <laughs> if you want to call her 10,000 times, that's the thing she says the most in her life. Don't tell me what to do. Okay, great. Um, so we wanted to share something that we do. Um, I have a huge voice of Sacred Heart. 
um, and so does Chica. And so we've actually started praying together every day, um, uh, to our prayer to the Sacred Heart. And so it's something that we have seen, how long? A while. I don't know. Don't ask. Um, but really, it's been really beautiful because it's an opportunity to be intentional and to really focus of like, what are we doing? Um, and especially like we know praying for our vocation and what the Lord has in store for us and, and directing and being able to laugh about the situations that we're in and the ways that we are. Online dating is the funniest thing in the world. Um, Can I just tell you? So we're, we're both no, on like two. Do no, no, let me do it. Come on. So we're both on these like two dating apps they're and they're so horrific. Bad. Like, they're so cringy. Okay, so like we have a shared um, like photo album called This Is Why I'm Single. And all like... <laughs> I mean, there's so much it, on there's there. There's so many things. It's so okay, bad. So sorry. every time there's like a horrific right. like profile, we like put it in the, the shared album and we just laugh together. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> Guys, the struggle is real. <laughs> it's hard. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead. So um, we didn't put this on here. Guess what I you did? You did? Yeah, I was about to send it on my Instagram. That's I so did. Good. Yeah, yeah. You can check it out on our Instagram. Mari put this really cool thing where you can um, just oh, on our pretty. Instagram stories. You can go there and you can screenshot it. But we also have it here so that we can pray together. I know. So I got friend. you, boo. I got so you. I'm so proud of you. Okay. Thanks. So let's go ahead. I'm just gonna, we're just going to dive into prayer. Um, do you want to close or start? Um, I will start because I can't see and I always say it wrong, so. Okay, great. Okay. Awesome. So we're just going to start us off and then we're going to close off. But if we can just take a minute right now to pray for your current friendships and pray for the desires of friendships that you want, um, and then we'll go from there. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. We praise you, Jesus. You are so good give you glory, Lord. Father in heaven, we thank you and we praise you. God, we love you. Thank you for your faithfulness that the sun rises every morning. A glimpse of who you are. Lord Jesus, as Oh, as we are here, we ask that you send your Holy Spirit to precede our going home. Precede us and, and be in the hearts of those who we will encounter. Be in the hearts of those who are our friends and those who will be our friends, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's in a couple of years or decades, whatever it may be, Jesus. Prepare our hearts to receive them and for them to receive us. Give us the courage to ask, to seek, to knock. The courage to not let our woundedness stop us from being in community with good people. And in those times where, Lord, there are people around us, but they're not seeking virtue, we're not called to just cast them aside unless you want us to, which in prayer you'll tell us but help us to be authentically ourselves so that they can ask the question and it's not what's wrong with you, but truly what is it about you? Mm. And that we can image you so that maybe they will desire to go deeper, desire that holiness. We ask the saints for their intercession, St. Francis and Claire, St. Um, Catherine Doherty and Dorothy Day. Who else is there? Mama Mary, St. Elizabeth. Avila, John of the Cross, 
Jan Tiernowski and uh, St. John Paul II. Benedict and Scholastica. All of our heavenly friends, including St. Maria Goretti and St. Teresa of Avila, who are our patron saints. And so we often invoke them. God, you're here. You know the desires. You know our loneliness. You know our joys. You know everything that we are seeking and searching for. Come, Holy Spirit, and hear our prayer. I want you to invite you to say just those simple words, come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. One more time. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, come and enlighten us. We thank you for the friendships and the ways that you've helped us to grow, and we just ask that you may help us to do all things in your name. Um, and we pray that you may open the doors to bring us to whoever it is that you want to surround ourselves with and to be bold enough to put distance to whoever you want. And Lord, we know that you are our number one. You are our first and forever friend. And so we take a minute to consecrate our hearts to you, that every heartbeat may be a reminder that our hearts belong in you. As we say together this prayer, O most holy heart of Jesus, fountain, fountain of every, every blessing, blessing, we adore you. We, Here we go, one oh. more time. <laughs> o most holy heart of Jesus, fountain of every blessing, we adore you, we love you, and with the lively sorrow for our sins, we offer you this poor heart of ours. Make us humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that we may live in you and for you. Protect us in the midst of danger. Comfort us in our affliction. Give us health of body, assistance in our temporal needs, your blessing on all that we do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. We belong to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening, friends. To hear more content from speakers like this, join us for Seek 24 in St. Louis, January 1st through the 5th. Visit seek.focus.org to learn more.